Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Chicken Nick Podcast is brought to you by our pals at The Beanery. Paul and the gang have you covered for all your coffee and food needs. You like a latte, you want it hot, you want a little pumpkin spice in there because it's October. They can absolutely make that happen. And if you want to get your muffin game right, your breakfast sandwich game right, you can do that as well. They're located in Gretna, Ashland, Papillion. Paul is the man. It's the Beanery, serving people coffee. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you for representing us so well. But tonight is about another guy. About who's this? Quite a moment uh, in the post game in the in the locker room there. See, from here, here's what I love about this show: is like we could talk about that that whole moment in a serious fashion, or we can do what we just did and then build on top of that and just talk about how eerily similar that was to another great locker room moment that actually occurred. At the very same stadium. What do you want to do? You want to? What do you want to do with this thing here? Huh? Well, it, it occurred in the same stadium, just in the opposite corner, right? Correct. That was. I, I accidentally hit that. Hold on. Let me just play the whole thing here. <laughs> it just makes me happy. All right. I appreciate that. Are you okay to laugh now? I think I feel dramatically better than I did a week ago. I am uh I'm I am I'm not full contact five on five, but I've begun some light shooting and some individual skill work. I'm 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 hoping, I'm aiming, you know, Christmas Day to to rejoin the Los Angeles Lakers. We're thudding up. We're not bringing to the ground. That's the best way to put it. We're just we're thudding up right now with me. We are not. I'm not full contact tackling to the ground. Okay. okay. Let's play the entire. This was Trev Alberts, and again, this was great. He's fist bumping the guys on the sideline. You can tell if someone handed Trev a jersey Saturday night and some shoulder pads. Frankly, he didn't even need shoulder pads no. or a helmet. Give him a jersey. Says Alberts, thirty-four on the back. And you let him go out there, he would have done it in wingtips. I mean, he was ready to go. Yes. Can you tell he's ready to just tackle somebody? Yes. Hit somebody? Yeah. He, he's. There are certain dudes that when you get them near the field, they just it starts oozing out of them. I even saw yesterday after Ty Robinson made a play, they panned to the sidelines, and Jason Peter was there giving some people some fives. And just the if Jason and Trev would have got around each other, it'd have been like two pit bulls, just like. <laughs> Like, all right, easy, Trevin Jason. It's no longer the mid '90s. We don't need to do this. You're on the same side, literally and figuratively. That's what would have happened. And please, these aren't jerseys. 
Pull your crop top step. <laughs> no one wants to see your forty-year-old guts. All right, none of that. You need to nothing like the the old Miss press box with the coaches there after they won that <laughs> yeah. game. Yes, that was totally That's right. Me. That is right. No, but yeah. Trev Trev was foaming at the mouth, ready to go. Oh my goodness, he's so ready. He's fist pumping, and uh, and then in the locker room, he did this. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked. You've gone through a lot and all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you for representing us so well. But tonight is about another guy. His first win. I mean, he said, how many times does he have to say, I'm so proud of you? That how many just, prouds? Like, how many prouds not, popped up there? It's just not necessary. Right. At all. Like, just, we get it, okay? We get it. We understand, Trev. You're proud. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you for how hard you've worked, gone through a lot, and all this adversity. I'm so proud of you, and I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you for representing us so well. I'm so proud of you. Wrap it up, Trev. But tonight is about another guy. I'm so proud of you. His first win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gosh, Trev. I mean, if this, if, okay. if this had been Grammys, Oscars, the music would have started to play. Let's wrap it up, Trev. With, with the prouds. It's just absurd. We get it. Okay, you're very proud, but it did call to mind. Oh yeah, and we d- and we did post this on a poll that we'll get to. Paul Rhodes, all roads lead to Paul. All post game celebrations lead to Paul. He's okay. the standard. He's the standard at which everyone is striving for. He's the October- Michael Jordan of locker rooms. You understand me? October twenty fourth, two thousand nine. Yep. Thirteen years ago. It's a long time. That is. This is when uh, Iowa State. Beat Nebraska despite, well, with Nebraska turning it over like eight times. Eight turnovers. Yeah, it was bad. This was Paul Rhodes. Got people tired everywhere. Got people sore everywhere. I couldn't be proud. I could not be proud. (coughs) No. I am so proud. Okay, so it was pretty clear that that's what Trev was was doing. I'm so proud of you. Like I mean, that is the. It's almost as if he had just listened to the Paul Rowe. He was like, before I go in, Google how to give exciting post game locker room speech, Memorial Stadium. First thing came up, Paul Rowe speech. He was like, this is perfect. I'm gonna go to a lot of prouds. I couldn't be proud. I could not be proud. <coughs> no. I'm so proud. You know, I mean, that's he couldn't. I, I'm so proud. I'm right. so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked, gone through a lot, and all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. <laughs> okay, jeez. Okay. Sheesh. Gosh, Trev. I can't think of the emotion that I'm feeling. <laughs> I couldn't even conjure up this feeling inside of me that I feel towards all of you. I guess it would be probably 
pride, and I'm proud of all of you, and I want to tell you that I am very proud of you, and if there is one thing I hope that I relay to all of you in this moment on how I feel about you, it is that I am proud of you. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked. You've gone through a lot, all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. I mean, that's four prides right there yeah. in the span of 12 seconds. It's a lot. Paul Rhodes is like, easy, yeah, Paul's like, like, It's not that big of a deal. It's just a game. Just, just come a on. Game. Just take it down a notch. Just, just a little less proud, right? Like, you beat Indiana, we beat Nebraska, big deal. Big deal. Big whoop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of okay, you. Okay, all right. Trev! So, but it did remind you of of Paul Rhodes. Yeah, he done did his thing. Eight also, turnovers for Nebraska that day. Nine to seven was the final score. We're one of the worst, if not the worst, football games ever played in Southern World Stadium. I remember watching that game. Mm-hmm. I remember we had someone, we had people call in on Monday to say something positive about <laughs> about the game, and or maybe it was the following week or something. And someone said, "Well, the the Nebraska's making progress because Niles Paul tried to pick up his own fumble this week <laughs> instead of letting it." Well, go. my main one of my main memories from that game was obviously the main one's the Paul Rhodes speech, but the fact that the Schnickies. One of the categories for the Schnickies, oh, which was our ESPYs, was favorite turnover in the Iowa State game. And there were eight nominees. One of my favorite moments of the Schickenick show. That's right. I got to find that. That was just, that tickled me in a place that was just fantastic. You know what else it reminded me of? So we had this. But tonight is about another guy. His first win. Yeah. Okay. Reminded me of this. How about Stan? I mean, is there is there a difference here? Mickey, Mickey, Stanley. Wow. I didn't realize, I obviously remember how about Stanley. I didn't realize they didn't chant it. I forgot that they had chanted Stanley. This is incredible how how much this halftime moment mimics two previous halftime moments. Or not halftime moments, locker room moments. Post-game moments, yeah. It's it's pretty remarkable that this happened here. So you've got uh, Trev Alberts channeling his inner Paul Rhodes, which I thought was really entertaining. Let me see here if I, I can. Stanley. All right, so let's listen. This was uh, 2010, the Schnickies. First ever. Yep. First ever Schnickies, and we had the category of best turnover in the Iowa State game, which led to that Paul Rhodes speech, which all ties into today. Yes, we're not just doing uh, this for laughs and giggles. Totally Although fine. That's what I we're ha- doing we have not show. heard this since. This was July 14th, 2010, 12 years ago this segment happened. Here we go. But this is very good. We need your help on this one. Worst turnover in the Iowa State game. (laughs) Your nominees. Roy Halou's fumble on the first play of the game. (laughs) 
Zach Lee's second quarter interception at the one yard line, which was thrown behind Mike McNeil. <laughs> Niles Paul's fumble with not one living being near him at the goal line. Roy Halou's fumble on the first offensive possession of the second half at the goal line. Dontravius Robinson's fumble at the five-yard line, followed by getting screamed at by his teammates. Manalik Holt's fumble after a 10-yard gain. That was for nothing. Zach Lee's interception at the 37-yard line in the fourth quarter. Zach Lee's interception, which sealed the game for the Cyclones, making Paul Rhodes very proud. Those are your schnicky nominees for worst turnover in the Iowa State game. God, I'm going to puke. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Westwood One Guy. All right. So there you go. That was fun. Uh, that was so fun. Great recall there. Great and the recall. names. Duntravius Robinson, Menelik Holt, Mike McNeil. Oh. Yeah, it just feels Oof. good to say names from people in the past. Blast from the past. That was fantastic. Good to revisit. Um, it's a, it, That was a uh, – Saturday night was a reminder that Nebraska and their fans forgot what it was like to win. <laughs> like, was it not? Like you, you, you beat Indiana. It's your second win. You improved to two and three, and there's a mosh pit in the locker room. You would have thought. You would have thought it sealed it, the the division. They're going to Indianapolis. Something <laughs> like the reaction wasn't necessarily championship. It is if they had earned their way with the opportunity to go like play for a championship. Whatever it was, it was amazing. This is the classic. What am I supposed to do with my hands now yes. that we won this game? No one knew. No one knew what to do. What do we do? No one knew what to do. And then the. But tonight is about another guy. And then someone, did you hear? Someone goes, uh-oh. Like, someone was like, wait a second. Uh -oh. Did we do something? They're so conditioned to losing right. that Let's... they thought they were in trouble from first doing something good and but... winning. Listen, listen to this. But tonight is about another guy. Uh -oh. <laughs> it's like they were on Jerry Springer. But tonight is about another guy. Let's bring him out. It's Scott Frost. It's like, oh, no. What? This is awkward. Tonight's about another guy. Guys, pull the curtain back. Your former defensive coordinator, Eric <laughs> But tonight is about another guy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who's here? Now, it's funny because there was nothing where he acknowledged a certain guy. Right. What so if he Trev was? What if Trev actually was like, as he's walking out, he was like, "Jeez, guys, I was going to hand the game ball to Casey Thompson." <laughs> Not what I meant. Tonight's about another guy. Well, what was the first guy? <laughs> Ever mentioned another guy? You switched. To first of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked, gone through a lot, and all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you for representing us so well. But tonight is about another guy. Uh -oh. <laughs> wait, uh -oh. what, what? Yeah, what we do? What we've? Did I miss the guy? Someone was like, "Hey, who was the first guy?" I don't know. It's got to be Mickey, though, right? Is Chenander here? I heard he's here. I heard yeah, Mickey, yeah. <laughs> ah. Tonight's about another guy.
But tonight is about another guy. Me. <laughs> I'm presenting myself with the game ball. If it wasn't for me, for forcing these changes and putting Mickey in position, you all wouldn't be tasting victory. So congratulations, and yes, I'm very proud of me, Trev Alberts. Proud of me. I'm so proud of you. Without me, we're not doing this mosh pit that we're about to do. Okay. <laughs> That's about another guy. Fired, fired Scott Frost. He's gone. Hired Mickey Joseph, knowing he would fire that other guy. <laughs> but tonight is about another guy. <laughs> Knew he'd fire that other guy. And now here we are. We allow fewer than 300 yards. You connect the dots. <laughs> Was I or was I not a black shirt? In fact, I think I'm the only black shirt in this room. Technically speaking. You guys got yours taken away. I still have mine. <laughs> in fact, I think I'm the best player in this place. <laughs> That's what it was. But tonight is about another guy. Uh-oh. 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 You know what else I like is there's always yeah. there's always got to be the guy in the locker room that is the is the the little comment after each little comment. So if you listen, there's a yes sir guy. There's a yes sir guy. If you listen real close, there's one player. That's like, yes sir, yes sir. Listen. You First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked, going through a lot, all this adversity. Yes sir. Yes sir. Like thank you, yes sir guy. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Tonight is about another guy. The yes, sir guy. <laughs> but tonight and is about another guy. The oh yes. guy. <laughs> Tonight's, tonight is about another guy. The guy who thinks that he's getting a scholarship taken away. But tonight is about another guy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoops. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I just got my books. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, but they did forget how to win. And it was nice to see them win. And it was great. So it was. You know, I mean, it, it was fun. And it does leave you, I mean, like we always say, you only play 12 of them. They only have like seven left. Mm-hmm. Seven games left. Yep. So it's pretty I, I, apparent Trev likes Mickey Joseph. I think now that the dust is settling from the hilarity, there was a lot in that little fun (laughs) speech, though. Like, you see that and you go, whoa. Even though, I think, I always wondered initially, like, okay, is is the whole, like, yeah, Mickey, we are considering Mickey, like, a... a formality, is there there sincerity in... Not not can I, I don't I'm maybe rephrase that is he is he legitimately considering Mickey as the as the removing the interim tag and being the head coach starting next year and to me I I look at that whole scene from how Trev treats reacts and hands the game ball to Mickey to the players reacting to Mickey as like Mickey's a Mickey the Mickey Joseph as a legitimate head coach moving forward for Nebraska is now a real thing to to consider, right? It's on the table. I, I don't think there's any question that it's on the table. 
but in the moment. Yeah, you know, in the moment. Yeah, like I still like, don't uh, the the uh, if we're in Vegas, the odds are are greatly stacked against Mickey to to be the guy just because I feel like this team still is probably not going to win enough games, but at the same time, I just don't if there's it's clear that Trev has a a level of respect and admiration for Mickey that is that is real. No question about that. I think there are two things to it. I think it's genuine in that when he said, I want him I want him to do so well mm-hmm. that he's a legitimate candidate. Like, this is something that we need to consider because that means the team's doing well. I think the other thing is he knows him. He likes him. They're friends. The other part is this is all nice, too, for if it's not Mickey to be like, look, this team really rallied around Mickey. You should keep Mickey. Mm-hmm. Type of thing, like it fits a, it serves a lot of different purposes to kind of facilitate whatever the next thing is with Nebraska, and and it's just to allow some of that, and it's also, I think all everything that I'm saying is like so back burner, like that's yeah. not the motivation for Trev doing any of this. He's genuinely happy. He's genuinely happy, but then when the dust settles, like you said, you can look back and go, okay. This is why he needs to stay, regardless whether he's the coach or not. Yes, I think I think first and foremost, it's in everybody's best interest for this to go well for the final ha- for two months, right? So there's that. I mean, of course, Trev can't be sitting up in his suite praying that they get blasted and they lose. You know, that's not that's not good for anybody. Quick time out here from the Chicken Nick podcast to tell you about Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment farm machinery trucks and trailers in fact customers can get loans for up to five hundred thousand dollars with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome fifth wheel or utility vehicle all you got to do just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options it's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA Currency, pursuant to CFL license. The only thing I was thinking about, I wonder, and this is just me playing devil's advocate. This is in no way, shape, or form a window into, into actually how I think or feel about Mickey Joseph. But a part of me wonders if a very awkward scenario would be, what if Mickey does good, but not quite good enough to be the full-time guy, but he did he did good. Like Bo Pelini when they won the bowl game? Like, and I, like Bo Pelini. Imagine if Bill Callahan would have kept Bo Pelini on the staff. Now... It would have been a good thing because you would have kept a great coach on staff and the players clearly rallied around Bo. But I wonder that that whoever's coming through that door, they need to, the players need to be all in on that guy being the head coach. There can't be any like, man, Mickey, man, that should be Mickey, man. And then because the, the first time maybe adversity strikes or anything, you know, like, man, Mickey should, I don't know, we, it needed to be Mickey, man. 
It needed to be another guy. But tonight is about another guy. Do you know what I'm but, saying? You know, like Bo, Bo wouldn't ha- like if Bill Callen said, "I want you to stay on his DC." I don't think Bo would have done it anyway. Right, and right. and, and so it's stubborn. not an apples to apples but, but, thing. But to, but to the uh, the analogy of would Mickey be okay with like he, I don't know how he thinks. I don't know how he feels. But there needs to like they're all in on Mickey. Yes. So. Which is good and bad. Like, it's like, good. It's obviously, you're really borrowing, you're maybe really borrowing trouble by conjuring up a scenario where this maybe is, I'm just saying. No, it's all tr- It's all legitimate. It, Everything that we're saying is legitimate. It's a legitimate thing. And then you also wonder if Mickey would feel some type of way, deep down inside, like, how would you feel if you're gunning for a position, you don't get that position, and then someone, you know, like, someone comes in, tries to keep you on, but you have to be behind that. Per- like, it's an awkward thing. It's it's an awkward, th- it's, a, it's a little bit of a, both people are going for the same job. Both people are going for a radio job as the lead host. One guy gets it, one guy doesn't. And the other guy says, hey, but I still want you to be my producer. You mean like uh, Rob Childress and Mike Anderson? When they tried to be co-head like you're the head coach he's the associate well you're co-head no you're not that never worked i'm just saying man it just i don't know like again i think these are all great problems to have and let me make it abundantly clear for people i hope however the dominoes fall over the course of the next two to three months that mickey joseph is still a coach for nebraska next year whether that's the head coach or an assistant. I hope that is the case. And I don't think there's any Nebraska fan that would feel differently than that. I totally agree. I think everybody's all in on that. That's what makes this very interesting, right? And so I think when when you look at the rear view, it needs to be clear. Yes. The last thing you want is for this team to go three and four. And you're like, well... We had a few good wins, and we were in there for those three of those four losses. Because you go, what? You need to be like five and two, or two and five, six and one, or one and six. Because because that's what happened with Frost, Trev. Everybody wanted this to be crystal clear, one way or the other, and it became crystal clear in the way that it needed. Frost needed to go. I'm just saying, like you have another former quarterback. The state clearly. I am. I really had it. I did not have an accurate feel for how much Mickey galvanizes the fan base. Like Mickey really you, has his fingerprints all over the fans. Do you know why? Because he shows emotion. Yes. It's the same reason why Bo Pelini galvanized the fan base. He was emotional. He showed it. He wore it on the sleeve. He wasn't a zombie. Scott Frost was a zombie. He never, ever seemed happy or excited. Like, even pregame against Northwestern, and he's going up and down the sideline, papping people on the chest, but it was like, hey, hey, good job, good job. There was no – I mean, I coach Little League, and I'm firing my 10-year-olds up. Yes, I coach my 6-year-old daughter's soccer team. I'm going crazy. So imagine what tackle football collegiately when guys have been bleeding, sweating, and crying all week long and all season long and training for these moments, and you have a coach who gives you nothing emotionally. Right. Bo gave you everything emotionally that was good and bad. It worked for him and against him. 
Mickey's giving you his emotion in his heart, and you can feel that he's all in. And so, you know, when you see him getting after his offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Turner right? Corcoran, yeah. Yeah, when you see him getting after him. And Kelly, I'm sitting next to Kelly. It was her birthday Saturday. We're watching the game. She's like, that's awesome. I love that. Go, Mickey. You, go. Like, you just love that. You never felt the connection with Scott Frost and the fan base or Scott Frost and the team. And that's why that relationship with Frost and the fans was always kind of like, I don't really know, because he always had his guard up. Right. Where Mickey's like, here I am. Right. Here I am, and let's go. Let's get after it together. And I think there's a real connection there that whether it's Mickey or another coach has to have, and and your heart's a big part of that. And I think that's why people like Mickey. And it's authentic. You know, it's not like he's trying to. Oh, I got. I got to be. I got to. Yeah, I got to be excited now. Like everything with Mickey is real. Like even his answers. Like I loved his answers at halftime. They were like, you know, I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah, it was just like, what's wrong? It's like, well, we're playing stupid. And we're having too many penalties. <laughs> How are you going to correct that? Well, I'm going to go talk to him. You're like, this is great. Like, I, I, this is great. This is the most matter of fact. Like, I love it. It was just, it was, it was like the perfect interview. And, but you're right. Like, there's just, I have, I have greatly, I didn't, I didn't, I think there was so much craziness going on when Frost got fired and Mickey gets named that I didn't really think about how the fans would react to Mickey. But there's a real connection there. Like the fans, he's just, he comes across as a guy that is really, you know, certain people are just easy to root for and you can't even really totally define why, but there's something about Mickey that is just like, man, how could you not be rooting like hell for that guy? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I remember when Bo coached his first game as a D coordinator under Solich, that Oklahoma State game, season opener. And I'm, I've got a camera on my shoulders shooting the game. And I kept going over to Bo, 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 watching him fist pump, go nuts. Crowd feeds off of that. The team feeds off of that. You never fed off of Frost. And that's why it's like, well, let's get this ball rolling here and get a win, get a two, get a three. Well, I mean, if you don't win, like, what are we feeding off of? Like, right. nothing. Right. It's just empty calories here. So, But, yeah, it's, it, it, it certainly shapes up, like, couple of things I wrote down yep and then we can get to the polls here but if like the the in terms of takeaways from that game you don't want to overreact to that game it was Indiana let's not make them out to be Kansas or something like that you know what I'm saying yeah. I mean they're not Kansas it <laughs> is true but it's true this, and this isn't uh 2020 Indiana that got you know, screwed out of a Big Ten championship right. appearance. Right. And, you know, this is a bad team. They and, were bad last year. They're not good this year. And this is Indiana, a team that wants to throw it around the yard and they didn't have their top two receivers. So you have to, I'm just saying, you got to consider all these things, okay? But I was thinking about, and I had to look it up. It was Henry Ford that said, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And think about it this way the story the players can tell themselves right now, again, all that matters is if you believe it. The, the story they can tell themselves right now is, all right, man, we got a new head coach. We got a new defensive coordinator. We have changed how we practice. We finally got a bye week to get our feet un, under us physically and mentally. And what happened? We won a Big Ten game. And that was by far the best defense we had played. And, oh, by the way, all of a sudden you look – 
and we're tied uh, in the Big Ten West. We're tied atop the Big Ten West standings. It's a five-way. It's a five-way tie. It's a five-way tie. Again, all that matters to go Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> That's it, it's, though. It's all true. It could be it's Henry. I could have gone Henry Ford or George Costanza. Either one. It's the same sort of spirit. But uh, all I'm sorry, saying, six-way tie, six-way tie atop the West. That's sorry. right, six-way, six-way tie. Six-way tie. All I'm saying is there, the re- there's a recipe for seeds of confidence to be planted, and you can kind of explain away, right or wrong, the first four games if you're the players. And to quote someone else, Andy Dufresne and Shawshank wrote to Red, hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things. And maybe the... the as they were chanting Mickey in the locker room for the first time since they were in Ireland, this team has hope. So I'm just, I'm not certainly not predicting this team's going to go to Indianapolis, but I'm just saying that like, it's just amazing how a lot of things, a lot of any, any roadmap to salvaging this season and making this season interesting had to include winning against Indiana. And that happened. And then you think about what happened in the rest of the Big Ten West and all the things that it's laid out. Like, all of a sudden now, those guys, those guys should be going to practice with a little bit of a, a little hop in their step when they probably haven't had a hop in their step in a while. That's all I'm saying. It'd be one thing if everybody else in the West looked great and you kind of eked by Indiana. You really dominated them in that second half. Yes. And the rest of the West doesn't look that good. It's another reminder of this is why you need to keep divisions. <laughs> if, if you're, I've thought about that. Nebraska is praying to keep the Big Ten West. I mean, you know what? What can you win outside of you know trying to get to nine and three for maybe a twelve team playoff berth? But, but I'm just saying that. Like yeah, I'm not. You, I don't want to be disingenuous and be like, oh, now Nebraska's the best team ever. I certainly don't think that. This is this this, this team is still wildly flawed. I think you said they're the best. They team. are the best team in the world. I, I mean, at this point, bring on Kansas. I mean, so good to take on Kansas. It's funny how it's like Baylor loses, so people are like, ah, Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda sucks. Never liked that guy. He's terrible. Anyway, Iowa State loses to Campbell. Ah, Matt Campbell got him. Matt Campbell. You really thought he was a candidate? Laughable. Iowa Western, maybe. Am I right? From Iowa State to Iowa Western. We don't have lakes around here. Can't row any boats in Lincoln. Get out of here. Get out of here. Can't play. Right. It's amazing. So... It's amazing. I saw so that on now, Twitter, though. The, the, the audacity of Husker fans, whose program has been a dumpster fire. Like, Matt Campbell loses, and they're like, Matt Campbell eliminated. That's it. You've been eliminated. Please go say your goodbyes. Get out of here. Pack your stuff. You're out. And then, <laughs> here's, the, here's the tough part, too. So, Lance Leipold, right? He's been my choice like I'm just a Lance a big Lance guy you right? likey Lance that's what you're telling me is you like you Lance I love Lance I love Lance ah, no he did it I love lamp I love Lance I love lamp kind of where so we're at good. I love Lance but so here's the thing Jalen Daniels like awesome quarterback got a fun team they host TCU this week with mm-hmm. Dan TCU's very good. Doing some good things. Then they go to Oklahoma. Then they go to Baylor. Your love for Lance could evaporate over the next three weeks. You don't know. 
then they host Oklahoma State. Like the or, next four games or are really tough. Lance might get so good that he's too good for you. It's all true. That's all true. It's what's happening right now. Just it's what's going on. Here's the other thing, too. Depending on how this goes, Mickey might be your best option. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how, assuming this doesn't go one and six the rest of the sure. week. But you don't know who wants this job. Exactly. You don't know if Lance wants this job. I mean, is it a huge step up from Kansas? Well, not in the last five years, but it would be moving forward, you mm-hmm. would think, in terms of what you can attain. But who knows what he wants? Sure. He's the toast of the town in Lawrence. He's just getting started. You know, he seems like a man of honor and a man of integrity who would want to stick with the guys that he's recruited and want to see this thing through. I don't know. But what if you're like, okay, we could get this D.C. over at this school, this O.C. over at this school, or this group of five head coach, none of them named Matt Campbell, Lance Leipold, Dave Aranda. Right. Or we can get Mickey, who just went three and four in his last seven. Yeah. I, I, there, absolutely. I know who there's the heck knows. I, that, and that's why you got to kind of like take each game for one at a time. Just I know that sounds lame, but react to it in the moment. I mean, I did not think we'd be the, the tone of this conversation would have been laughable to me a week ago. But that's why sports is fantastic. Each week it's different. It, everything can change, you know. And I said, Illinois, I think they're winning the West. I really think like it's Purdue is my preseason pick to win the West, but watching Illinois and I picked them in a in a pool of plus seven. I was like plus seven, plus like, seven going to Wisconsin. Like Wisconsin's terrible. How dare you? Plus seven. How dare you? So they look really good. With Illinois do. looks yes. outstanding. Yes, and Nebraska's got them for their next home game. You know they go at Rutgers, at Purdue, home against Illinois, home against Minnesota, at Michigan, and. um this yeah. thing could all evaporate in the next couple oh, weeks, sure. or by the time get... Illinois comes calling, you could have everything still in front of you. Who the heck knows? Yep, that's that's it. That is it. Team in orange coming your way in Halloween. Sounds about right. Sounds about like as good as it gets. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. All right, quick timeout to tell you about a Peerless Energy Systems. They're the leading American manufacturer of air compressors. And here's the thing, Chick. You may hear the name Peerless. And you may go, okay, I've, when you hear Peerless, what do you think of? What's the first thing you think of? The first thing I think of is former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Peerless Price. Well, here's the thing. The owner of Peerless Energy Systems, Ed McMorrow, was watching the 1998 Orange Bowl, Nebraska-Tennessee. And before right. he was a Buffalo Bill, Peerless Price was a Tennessee volunteer. That's Peerless correct. Price was interviewed on the sidelines, was asked what his name meant. And he said it means, quote, without equal. That motto stuck with Ed, and when the company was launched in 1999, just one year later, he wanted to create a company that was without equal in the industry. So, boom, Peerless Energy Systems was born. They are the Solaire authorized distributor for Nebraska and Iowa. Solaire is the leading American manufacturer of air compressors. They're located in Michigan City, Indiana, Chicagoland. They go to market via local distributors and make some of the best air compressors and ancillary compressed air equipment in the industry. So Peerless Energy Systems, their core values, reliable, dedicated, and responsible. Let me tell you something. One of the men responsible for and involved in Peerless Energy Systems, 
our buddy Josh. That's so right. So we would say, Josh, remember, he and his son quoted the show at the Bar Mitzvah. He was at the live show. We always say, support those who support us. Josh is supporting the show. He's been an avid listener for years, he and his family. So support Peerless Energy System. Josh, I would say Peerless has the core values. I would say Josh has those too. He's reliable, he's dedicated, and he's responsive to the Schick and Dick show. But with Peerless... Here's what you get with those three core values. They're locally owned and operated. They have certified compressed air auditors on staff. They have a large local dedicated rental department and 24-hour emergency response for service parts and rental equipment. It's what you get with Peerless Energy Systems. Peerless Energy Systems. For more information, go to peerlessenergy.com. Support those who support us. Peerless Energy, proud sponsor of the Chicken Nick Show. Time to... uh, Polls! Time to do the polls, and uh, these polls are sponsored, and I tell you, we absolutely botched the name last week. Did it's we? It's totally my fault. Uh, you know, like... Totally my fault. Just I said Aaron, you know a guy. Aaron, Aaron Shoemaker. It's Schumacher. Aaron Shoemaker? Sh- Aaron, Aaron Schumacher. Schumacher. October 4th. September 4th. So, these polls, as always are brought to you by our friend Aaron Schumacher mm-hmm. with Nebraska Realty. I got to assume Aaron Schumacher, when she heard Shoemaker, she sugarcoated. Her, her reaction was a big sugarcoating. <laughs> At least spo- polls are brought to you by Aaron Shoemaker. <laughs> I'm sponsoring these polls and you can't even pronounce my name right. Get these, these guys out of here. Mike, who are these guys you listen to? They don't even know how to read. I know. That's why I love them, honey. That's why I, I like love them. them. My kind of guys. Can't read. <laughs> Aaron Schumacher with Nebraska Realty sets the gold standard in real estate. She's sponsoring the polls. She's been doing real estate since 2007, specializes in Omaha, Elkhorn. Did I say Louisville last week? Isn't it Louis? Is it Louisville? Is it Louisville? Is it Louisville? It might be Louis. I mean, listen, I think it's Louisville. What do you think I've been born in? I've been in Nebraska my whole life. Louisville. <sighs> Louis. Louisville. Louisville. <sighs> <sighs> That's right. Omaha specializes in Omaha, Elkhorn, Gretna, Papillion, Springfield, Louisville, Bennington Valley, Waterloo, and Utan. That's not the peninsula. Not the I was going to say. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. But you need you need a place in the Utah Peninsula? I got you. <laughs> Let's see. I got Omaha, Elkhorn, Gretna, Shelby, uh, Gibbon, and the Utah Peninsula. <laughs> Text or call Aaron Schumacher, 402-714-5539, 402-714-5539. And if you're calling her from the Utah Peninsula, there's probably another code you have to put in there. Probably. Here are uh, the results of the polls. I enjoy the polls. I'm not going to lie. I do, too. I've laughed too much today. This was your fault. I was, you know, I thought I was cleared to thud up, and you've ruined my life. But continue (laughs) with the polls. Sorry, Aaron. My my hernia (laughs) stitching right now is like, Nick laughing? (laughs) Okay, go ahead. All right, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you in pain. All right. I've done too much. Were you thinking of the Weird Al track before Schick brought it up? 85% said no. Okay. All right. I'm glad I'm in. I'm with the, with the, that group. 
Had you heard the song Living with a Hernia before? 77% said no. Gosh, okay, good. You, I'm amazed that, that slipped through the cracks on you, boy. <sighs> did, did any offensive player ever improve under Scott Frost? 75% said no. Oh. That's a big statement. Scott Frost, his reaction to seeing that poll? <sighs> Then we said, did uh, any offensive skill position players improve? 82%. <laughs> Do you find yourself noticing drops from the show in your daily life? 94% said yes. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? Has the Chicken Nick show ruined your life? 60% said no. No, really. That's good. We're Would you want PJ Fleck to row your boat? 73% said no. Uh, that's, That'd be lower like this week, too. If you're a real estate agent, is sponsoring the polls a good business decision? 79% said yes. Okay, good. That's good. That's good. And then we did take your pick. Aranda, Leipold, Kleiman, and Campbell. Aranda wins 63%. Leipold, 24%. You do that poll this week? Guaranteed. We are really – I mean, could we be riding the this roller coaster week to week anymore? I mean, this is great. I'm going to do the take your pick again. Is living with a hernia a deep cut that only the true Weird Al fans would know and appreciate? 87%. Said yes. <laughs> you would be a Weird Al fan. You would oh be one of those dudes gosh. that knows every. Mom, can we go get the new Weird Al team? <laughs> you were that guy. You were living in New York and getting Mom. your Weird Al game right. Mom, that UHF album just came out. <laughs> All right. We have a receipt here for Huey Lewis and the News Sports and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Who bought this? Matt Chick. And a cassette single, I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> that must be fun. We must have a really adorable <sighs> life. Go home with your mom. When you see an old Dominion truck, do you immediately think of the show? 94% said yes. Yeah, me too. Old Dominion. Uh, do you want to mention this? Big shout out to uh, Uncle Joe Scanlon, who was with Travis Klineski on uh, the TV show. Yeah. Uh, TV, the morning TV. Uh, local four, and they did it. I didn't think they had it in them, but they did it. They gave a little sugar coatney. <laughs> Here's what it sounded like as they uh, pretended to do the Fairberry read with Duncan Coffee, which they're uh, totally against. On behalf of Paul, go. how dare you? Totally against. Here we go. It's also National Coffee Day. We've been saying that. Uh, you know, all morning. And you know what, Travis? I'm not going to sugarcoat any it. Nothing goes better with Local 4 today than Dunkin'. So get you some. I told you I was going to get you to break. I love that it's usually Travis that is crushing Joe. And the turntables have turned. Joe crushed Travis. I love it. Travis couldn't. Travis felt like it was he was Miyagi and Danielson hit him with the the kick to the fizzes. <laughs> the uh, the Fairberry read is just nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. I love, I just absolutely love the Fairberry read from Matt. Oh, he's so excited! Like nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. Someone tweeted in a picture of a, a, a boy at the game eating a Fairberry hot dog, and uh, the show account uh, retweeted it, saying yeah. nothing goes better. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. Oh, that's so good. So good. All right. Last thing before we go, I know you got to record your pod. 
with uh, with my boy Bill Robert Rude. And Robert Rude. Please tell him I say hello. I will. Quick time out here from the Chicken Egg Podcast to tell you about our friends at the Beanery. Look, there are a lot of rules when you order certain drinks. Bo Pelini has one main rule, and he keeps talking about it again and again and again. I don't mind it being a latte, but it's got to be hot. Okay. We so got it, Bo. It, it needs to be hot. I think this time of year, he's probably accurate in that. The temps are dipping a little bit. You know, you've got it's the leaves are changing. They're falling off the trees. That means you need to get a hot latte. That means you need to go to the beanery. They've got locations in Ashland, Papillion, and Gretna. The Chicken Nick drink is there as well. A lot of folks taking selfies, putting it on Twitter. We retweet it. The Chicken Nick drink and ice caramel pecan latte is there. They also have the Jacob Wins drink as well, which has some cinnamon in it. It's a lot of great things there. Yes, the yes. Or you get a lot of smoothies. You can get your smoothie game right. I mean, they got about every a green apple smoothie. I need to try that. They got cherry smoothie, mandarin orange smoothie, mango smoothie, peach smoothie. You know what they got? Yeah, smoothie! Brody! <laughs> and this is actually, this is Matt Coatney trying coffee from anywhere else other than the beanery. Oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> That's it. That is it. Paul is a great guy, and you need to support him, people. Get out to the beanery and make it happen. Where are the locations? One more time, Chicky. Ashland, Papillion, and Gretna are where, is where the beanery is located. They got drive throughs You can walk in as well. Say hello. Make sure you tell them that you heard about it on the Chicken Nick podcast. They might look at you funny. They might charge you double. But either way, you'll go home very happy or resentful. It's the beanery serving people coffee. I want to give a shout-out and a high-five to my guy, Michael Severe, who sent me a message and said, you got to get a load of all the yeses from the game. There were a lot of yeses at the okay, game. I, yes. And I was like, well, I guess I'll listen to – I'll, you know, get it from Coatney. You know, uh, uh, you know, just have to listen to the post game again. He goes, how about I – How about I'll, I'll cut him up. Michael. So Michael cut him up for us. You know – He's the best. He's just guy, the best. I just – I know he's not a hugger, but I want to hug him. Next time I see you, Michael, you got a hug with your name on it, pal. <laughs> Michael, your thoughts? <sighs> All right, here we go. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to play these. These are what they're named. This is what uh, Michael Severe named these when he sent these, okay? This one is called Calm, Yes, and Then Yes. That penalty is declined. Yes. The ruling on the field is an interception. Yes. Interception. That's like someone's like, all right, you're going to have school tomorrow. Yes. But you're going to get out early. Yes. That penalty is declined. Yes. The ruling on the field is an interception. Yes. Interception. Okay. Greg Sharp could barely believe it. Interception. Interception. Here we go. This one is not that excited. Yes. For Big Mac. Go. I don't know how you cannot be excited. Yeah, this is surprising. Lucas again, back to throw his baseline. Being rushed, gets hit, goes down. Darren Nelson's got himself a big Mac sack. Yes. Yeah. Eh. I'd expect more. I would be too. I mean, it's a big Mac sack. Just, let's be honest. Like anyone dropped in there would think, is Garrett Nelson? Did he find a cheeseburger on the ground? <laughs> Darren Nelson's got himself a big Mac sack. <laughs> what? What? 
Ronald McDonald's like, what did he do now? <laughs> Got some special sauce lettuce cheese Jeez, there on the turf. What? I was on that board meeting. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This one's called Short Yes after Thompson touchdown run. Snap it back. Casey's going to follow the block into the end zone. Touchdown, Nebraska. Casey Thompson off the right side. It's a 34 21 in you. Yes. Classic. Just a classic. That is Matt classic. Yes. Just take a classic, please. Yes. This is full yes for Trey Palmer, TD. Has some time. Takes a deep shot down the field. Looking for Trey Palmer. He goes out. He makes a catch. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. Yes. Did you get the winning lottery numbers? Yes. Okay, Matt. Amazing. That's a good one. He's so good. All right. So good. Here we go. This one's called interrupted. Yes. Whoa. Interrupted. You can. I mean, I'm already offended, but let's see. Steps throws for the end zone. Has a man out there to pass. Is caught. It is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oliver Martin pulls it in. There is a flag on the play. You would th- oh, it's so good. You would think after working together for so long, they're sitting in the same booth. This ain't COVID. They're not in a separate building, okay? You oh, would think really good. You'd get a hand on you and say, Are you talking now? Is it me? Like there was this pregnant pause. Oliver Martin pulls it in. There is yes. a flag on the play. Matt waited too long. That's on Matt. That's on Matt. It's about a four-second pause. Greg, like, you know what? Greg gave him plenty of space. He laid out, said, "Here, the yes dismount is clear for takeoff. You're not going to do it? The car is moving on. Oh, you going to get in? God. No? We're moving. We're moving. Pass is caught. It is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oliver Martin pulls it in. There is yes. a flag on the play. <laughs> Favorite one okay. ever. All right. I'm not so Last, sure that's not my favorite one ever. Last one. The double yes on punt block TD. This is the one that everyone was excited about. No one more so than Matt Davison. No. Here we go. Oscars come after him, block the ball. It's picked up by Hartsock. Malcolm racing to the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. Malcolm Hartsock picks up the ball, blocked by Chris Kolarvik, and Nebraska has a special teams touchdown. Yes! Yes! A special teams touchdown. <laughs> a special teams touchdown went on 23 and me, and it is related to Brody. <laughs> The special teams touchdown went on 23 <laughs> and me, and it's related to Brody. Brody, a special teams touchdown. You know what else stood out? I've never heard of these players before. Think of these players that he mentions. Hartsog and some, who? Number 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Nebraska. Malcolm Hartsog picks up the ball, blocked by Chris Kalarvik and the... Kalarvik and Malcolm Hartsog. What? This is the problem with Nebraska. Hey! <laughs> On behalf of every diehard fan, how dare you not know the backups? Okay. Yes, yes! Yes, yes! 
special teams touchdown. All right. Oh, man, that's so good. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks, All Michael. Right. Well, that's it. Uh, a lot of yeses. A lot of yeses. Would think you'd be happy uh, about that. Right, Tyler? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.